Ready? We're live on Instagram. Great. Okay. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinematography Fractors podcast. I am one of your hosts, Indiana Underhill, here at the 19th Annual Holly Shorts Film Festival in Hollywood, California. We are upstairs at the VIP Lounge, the Chinese Theater, where the home of Holly Shorts is taking place. And tonight at 7.30, we have Shut Up and Fish happening, and we have the team here with us, so welcome. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi. What up? What up? Um, so today we have Pascal Pasquale. Yes, Pasquale. Thank you, Pasquale. Gutierrez, no the director. The other director, Raul Sanchez. And we have Montes. Yes. Correct? Yeah. AD? Yes, Awesome. Ma'am. Thank you. Sweet. We have, uh, yeah, like Seal, right? There you like go. Seal and like Madonna. Seal yeah. and Madonna. Great. <laughs> Shut up and fish. We have 10 to 15 minutes. We don't have a lot of time. Okay. But let's, before diving in, what is Shut Up and Fish about? Raul. Nah, you go, you go. <laughs> what were you saying yesterday? You were saying yeah, yeah I had a good a... way to sum it up. Like okay. you, you made a poster about yeah. the about the film, and the tagline for the poster is "Are you down or nah?" Cool. And that was a really good way of describing it because that's just a reference to like this the main character like deciding whether or not he's gonna like you know go all the way and fit in with this with this group, group. of uh, kind of rowdy kids. Edgars, yeah, Edgars, Edgars, yeah. Cool. And you're directing duo, correct? Correct. Yeah. Awesome. And you go by the name. Klika. Klika. Solid. And what does Klika mean? Uh, it's like click in okay, Spanglish. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a gang thing. Awesome. But not, we're not gang affiliated. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not gang affiliated. <laughs> yeah, this is click. Live, it means yes. click in Spanish. Right, right, okay, right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Because we're a, a click, you know, to yeah. do it. No ties, no ties. Yeah, here, no, no, no ties. Okay, we're okay. live. So what I want to hear about is to get started, are you down or not for Shut Up and Fish? How do you guys um, divide responsibilities for directing um, so we've been working together for five years okay. now. We started in the music video space. We still work a lot in the music world. Um, and I feel like it's kind of just a very symbiotic. We ebb and flow. We kind of both do each other's jobs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like we both wrote it together. We Fun. came up with the idea together. Like I kind of like went at a, at a hotel a while ago in Vegas and like I bulleted it out and then like brought it to him and then yeah. we started writing it together and we went back and forth and very collaborative but um yeah it's not like a new co-direction where we're like figuring it out on set because we've just been doing it for so Solid. long so it's very I don't know very symbiotic I'd say. yeah we always like like working conceptually we like like latching on to like a creative thought and for this one specifically it was we were obsessed with the idea of making something with Edgar's which is just like a big thing in the Latino community where it's just a haircut that's just like really popular with like with the kids. And then, like he said, we were just like we were shooting a BMW commercial and we were like in some Vegas restaurant and he had this hat on that said like shut up and fish from like Walmart. It was like one it was of those from a Wal- gas station. Yeah, a gas station Fine. hat. And yeah. it kind of like that's kind of how the idea like coalesced. And then yeah, you the amalgamation bulleted it out. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and no, okay, so you guys have been working together five years. Yeah. Montez, how did you get involved? Uh, you know, I know their DP, longtime collaborator, Xiao yeah. Long. Uh, Shout out Xiao Long. Shout out. He should, probably, he should probably be here. I probably <laughs> he should, should be here. Be here. <laughs> no. I, I just here? actually happened to be in the neighborhood. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, beautiful, but beautiful. No, uh, I knew him from a, a film I did in Atlanta, and he had called me like in the middle of the night. Uh, to try, like, to tell me he was like doing a short film, and I answered the phone. I was like, "What up, fool?" And then I just heard these people on the other side of the phone going, "Oh, oh, he's perfect." He, he said, "Fool." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was for the short film, and you know, um, 
it was a great experience. We ended up working a bunch afterward. Nice. Yeah. But, so that's the best collaboration. But yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting to watch. It's kind of like they they go from passing the ball back and forth, trying to steal the ball from each other, trying to shoot the ball a bunch of times. It's like their collaboration is real interesting to, yeah. uh, to work with. Very cool. So yeah. how much were you involved in the pre-production phase when talking with Xiao Long and these guys? I jumped in kind of early. They had already casted it, which to me is like cool. one of the, okay. the most yeah. interesting parts of the, the process. Yeah. But, you know, just kind of lurked around for seven days and yeah got in and out you know awesome yeah. it was helpful having you around when we were like actually blocking it out because we rehearsed for a long time in our in our office with the kids but once we got closer to shooting we actually started like thinking oh because they're on a boat the whole time so we set up the boat in our office and you you came in the process around that time and started really thinking about like how do you cover this like you know whole movie on a boat in like an interesting way and like keep it fresh without having to leave it you know so that was and also time was a cool too. challenge right. yeah time yeah okay. yeah because we don't have a ton of time yeah what was your priority for casting when you were starting to look at who to cast oh man casting is like everything yeah. in this film in my opinion yeah. you know um and i think a lot of people agree with that when they see the kids they're all non-actors uh that was kind of like a big prerequisite i think we both had coming into it because okay. we were like we want to make this film with edgars about edgars and we want real first-time actors so yeah Wow. Yeah, and they didn't. Some of them didn't necessarily have the cut in the beginning, but they're all like from communities that like know about the cut and like what the cut means and like how to how to like you know how to put it on you know like and yeah. make it and make it feel real. So that was crucial. Working with non-actors because we have our first AD on an interview with us. How did you schedule in for timing? You know, it's a short film. You have a limited shoot. You're working mm. with non-actors. Getting them used to cameras, one thing. Or, you know, maybe you've established a visual language where you're further back, pulled back. What was it working like with the scheduling around anticipating working with non-actors? Well, we rehearsed with them for a few months before. Oh, wow, Like, cool. twice okay. a month, yeah. they would come to our office and we would do readings with them mm -hmm. and adjust the script with them. Um, so they were as prepared as they could be. And yeah. then Montes came in <laughs> at the end and sat with us as we were doing, you know, full read throughs. And yeah. we broke it up, though, to make it like doable for them. You know, like yeah. they were kind of long scenes, but we would kind of do it in chunks. And the way we rehearsed it reflected kind of how we did it on set. I was actually we were really surprised about how comfortable they were with the cameras and all That's that great. stuff. Like it was yeah. the opposite. Once the cameras were there, it changed the tone because when we were in the office, it was kind of like they're all young kids, so it was like a lot of like Sitting you know, still and you're like, no, just a lot of bullshitting in in the office. Sorry, a lot, a lot of just good, like no. messing messing around, and it was yeah. just like very like fun, you know. But once the cameras were there and like the crew's there and everyone's like on them, then they like all of a sudden are real professional and like turn it on because they want to do like a good job for like you know for the film yeah. yeah what were your biggest priorities like a lot of the time in short films you have to sacrifice something but what were the things that you were like i am not sacrificing this Ooh. i think there was a key moment that you actually were really important in when it was like the the big monologue in the film and i remember us like rushing through that and like trying to like get to the next thing and like we all kind of filmed it and then we like took a moment and you're like, did you, do you like, do you guys think you, we got it? And I was like, you asking us that made us really think about it and we're like, no, we didn't get it. And then we went back and like did it again. That communication is so key. Yeah. And That's that was great. key that you spoke up at that moment. Well, you know? it was the, the priority that they established like really early on. It was really impressive from all the rehearsals was like, uh, it was cool watching them flow based on the plan that we put together kind of on the momentum of where their energy would be like in the morning we would start with stuff that kind of they they pick stuff that help them get into it and then we 
would try and get into heavier stuff when they were like really in their prime you know throughout the day because yeah. kids kind of go all over yeah. the place yeah. too and sometimes yeah. we yeah. caught them in a valley at that yeah. point and we had yeah. to like get it back right. to yeah. where that peak right. was or whatever yeah. but wow. so it definitely that, became like a role of, a rule of the shoot mm-hmm. you know yeah. that, that we go with the direction they take us and yeah. you know so it was, it was easy to to observe speaking you know. of rules rules around visual language working with your dp what was important to you and and how did you incorporate that into like the final production was everything executed the way that you had conceptualized it 100 percent. yeah it yeah was. solid that's amazing 100 <laughs> percent. No, we're, we're language, really yeah yeah he's, we're really like meticulous about like the shots yeah. and like you know setting like having the coverage and stuff and having a plan um yeah like we had we had a really strong visual language too for it because the whole point was trying to you know, pull these characters out of what you typically like a set the setting you'd see them in, and that like even translated into the way we shot it. You know, we yeah. shot it like four three. We did it like black and white. We like Bergman. Yeah, we it kind of looks like a weird like yo Bergman or like Jim Jarmusch like movie or something like that. But mm-hmm. it it has this like kind of funny uh, content at like the center of it. You know, which I think creates like a cool like you know synthesis of of ideas. But X X the DP Shaolong is like incredible he like definitely brought like like a uh, a look to it you know as, like, as important as us i would say in yeah. this he yeah. was he was attached to this project for a very long time so yeah well, it was it was impressive yeah. to see how like specific they were already yes. like just like jumping in it was like this is what it will be in so many words and yeah. It, like all three of them had like clearly been talking about for a really long time yeah what are some of the takeaways you want your audience to have from this film Hmm, I hope they really appreciate the kids in the film. That's okay. the biggest thing, I think, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's like that's what's cool about it. I, I think, think. We, we were doing some press with them a few days ago, and it's just like it, they're so, it means so much to them that they're even here. And it's so special, especially the lead. Um, so I hope people like it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. We will wrap out with that. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Shut Up and Fish is screening tonight at 7.30 at the Holly Shorts Film Festival. In addition, it is a part of the Virtual Fest alongside of this on BitPix, right? BitPix. And, uh, and so there's no excuse. If you're not here, you're still, you still should be watching this film. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We'll Thank be you. posting this after. We'll see you all later. Bye. This has been another special episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. We are here live at the 19th annual Oscar qualifying Holly Shorts Film Festival through August 20th. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you are here at the festival, come up to the VIP lounge and say hi. We also want to give a huge thank you and shout out to our sponsors, which we have so many to help us put this together. And that is Apogee Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon, and First Mile Technology for the awesome Wi-Fi hookup. As a special gift to our CFA listeners, um, we have partnered with a company called We Make Movies, you may be familiar with them, to offer discounted production services, including access to comprehensive production insurance and workers' comp for your next shoot. Visit wemakemovies.org slash insurance and use code CFA23 on your next intake form for 10% off your quote. We are making filmmaking more accessible. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time on the Cinematography Fractors podcast. Thanks all. Bye. Bye.